Hello and welcome back to On The Slab Horror Show, the show that we bring to you each and every Friday night. King, why every Friday night? Friday night is horror night. Woo! And for any of you tuning in for the first time, the reason we do it on a Friday night was because back in the day, horror used to be played on a Friday night, usually between 10 and 11 o'clock. Yeah. And uh, that's what we had on the old Irish channels where we might have had two channels to show it. Me, me and grew up on that. Um, so we decided it'd be a great fitting tribute to put it out on a Friday night. So that's why that is. Uh, don't adjust your shits. I am back. <laughs> I know he's missed me. He has risen from the dead. <laughs> I risen from uh, almost having sunstroke and heat stroke along the way oh, and work. Uh, I didn't even get too badly born when I was away, so it was grand. Um, so we said I'd said I'd come back and we'd try and get a show going. So I have a good one in mind. I sent it to the lads that to Carl earlier. Um, we're going to do Stephen King adaptations from books to films. Some of his good ones, some of his not so good ones. What we like and how surprised we are with some of the movies that he's actually done. Mm. There's a few in here that I didn't know before I looked it up that he had it. Um, so will we jump straight in? Yeah, man, go for it. Absolutely. Um, right, let's see. Obviously, we'll go with the, the bigger one That's because it's only a newer release at the minute. Uh, mm. I didn't know he'd done Firestarter. Obviously, the book he done, the 84 movie came out. Yeah. We've remade it, obviously, which I haven't even bothered to watch. I what, I didn't even watch the new one. And I know, was it Ted was telling us about that? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think he told us not to watch it or something. I was, I was like, yes, he said, so I didn't we, watch said, it. He said he'd watch it, you'd watch it once and that'd be it. Yeah, but there's very yeah. few films I'd watch once and enjoy. I didn't even really enjoy the the original one, to be honest. Mm. I, I um, it's a long, long time since I saw the original. So it's a very, a very, very young Drew Barrymore. Well, don't forget we've seen Drew Barrymore as a second baby, like you know. And if I'm not forgetting, I think Martin Sheen's in it. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's one of his lower-rated ones. I would have said. I know a lot of people love it. Um, mm. But it's one that I was very surprised. I didn't know he'd done it. Yeah, I know um, quite a lot of Stephen King ones. One thing I will say about tonight, Greg, is if if we don't know the film, I'm not going to comment on it because. Yeah, yeah, hundred uh, percent. Because some, some of these are out there. Yeah. So. Um, um, or if you haven't seen it, just let me know because I, I I've seen most of them. Yeah. So I mean, like, like did we read it? Well, I am going on the fly here with this particular. Uh, episode but i like that I, I do like that kind of episode as well where we you, can... you, you think back to when we done some of my my say favorite creature features you might not see you didn't know them until live on the episode yeah yeah so i'm just so, gonna try i'm gonna throw a few names out obviously stephen king is such a widely renowned and respected person in horror because of his books absolutely but, uh, obviously he doesn't just do horror no and i mean like that some of the, some of the better films of the 90s the bigger yeah, ones is. were his, you know? Like, you, you arguably look at it, his, his two best movies aren't horror, um, obviously being Shawshank Redemption and Green Mile. Absolutely. Um, there's, a lot the of, there's a lot of similarities with those films as well. Yeah. They're, they're, and, yeah. Prison, uh, slow going, slow build, an amazing mm, plot twist. Yeah. Um, and anybody that's read any kind of Stephen King book will tell you that there's plot twists no matter where it is. And they're all a bit weird. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I mean, would those two films be generally considered very, very good adaptations of the books? 
Um, so I tried reading the Green Mile, and I just couldn't. It was just was it too long, or what was the story? With it's it? not even that long. Uh, I'm pretty sure It the Clown is his longest book, and I've read that three times. Mm. Um, I just I couldn't find myself. I just couldn't get into it. Um, I didn't haven't read the other one either. Uh, in terms of a book, Shawshank. Yeah, I'm not even sure if it's a full book. No, or it's a short novella. story, I believe. It's uh, a novella. You know, yeah, yeah, novella, yeah. It's the same, like, he has a couple of horror novellas out there as well. Obviously, the one of the bigger ones being 1408, which, uh, shout out to Tombstone Ted, who absolutely loves it. Yeah. Uh, Do you know, we still haven't seen that yet. And I keep it's meaning on, it's to. On Netflix. That's right, yeah. Um, um, yeah, with um, Samuel L. Jackson and... I can't think of his name now. Uh, Cusack. Cusack. John um, Cusack. Yeah. Um, absolutely. That, that's a brilliant adaptation from the book, from the short story. Really? Now, I hadn't read the short story, but I went on YouTube and got one of the videos where someone's actually reading it out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listen to someone doing it, like, on tape. And uh, compared to the, the film, like, obviously, there's more fleshed out in the film. Yeah. Uh, it was a very, very good adaptation. Deadly. A very well-made movie. Oh yeah, I have to say, like you know, you're, you're, yeah, I know we're primarily a horror show, or horror show podcast, but Shawshank Redemption is in my top ten films of all time. It really is. I was literally, I was only on another podcast just before here in the sport one, and I mentioned it at the end of it. Uh, it's amazing to think that that flopped in the cinema. I know. I know. Absolute major flop in the cinema. Crazy. Um, it's so good. But a lot of people don't appreciate good films in terms of when it's in the cinema. It's not until you get a second watch of it or mm. like the first time I watched that, I I was about 14. I remember kind of being a bit bored watching it. And then obviously it gets to the end and you're like, well, I need to go and watch that again to see yeah. what happens there. You know, you can and you pick up something different every time in that movie. Oh, absolutely. And what I was going to say to you as well is there's another example of, you know, the way I like uh, soundtracks. Yeah, and the music and the the the, the film work perfectly in sync together. Yeah, and like even that scene where he's sitting in the in the warden's office with um, when he has is it Beethoven on in the background? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, and he has it on. He's playing it through the speakers. It's great. Like even I know we're a, as you said we're primarily a horror show. There are horror aspects to um Shawshank. Um, obviously showing the, the horrible side of prison and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and same with the Green Mile. I don't entirely call them horror. No. If you're doing a Stephen King show, you have to mention those probably, two. Probably more thrillers, you know? Yeah. You de- I definitely, you can't not mention them, though. Mm. Um, Absolutely. So, obviously, we mentioned 1408. Um, then we had Tinner. Uh, yeah, that's that's an interesting one, isn't it? It's a it's a very strange one. Yeah, like this was another made. Like it seemed like a lot of Stephen King books got bought and got put straight for TV or made for TV. Sorry, yeah. Um, like Stephen King was in this himself. He likes doing that now and again, doesn't he? He likes popping yeah. up, turning into a Stan Lee. <laughs> but he's the original uh, Stan Lee, was about well, you know yeah. what I mean <laughs> in terms yeah. of taking making cameos. Um. This one, this one, I remember watching this when I was younger and it creeped me the fuck out. It's a creepy film, are we? Yeah. Um, and like this uses atmosphere very well. Um, 
and this is another one the soundtrack where it's it's very well put in and well orchestrated yeah especially for a made for tv movie oh absolutely um because some of us made for tv movies haven't done so well no, and they haven't aged well at all absolutely not um let's see if i can find one that didn't age well uh, the original it maybe <laughs> You take that right back now. <laughs> that's that's going to come up later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have one of his other ones that ne- was made recently, actually, and it was fucking horrendous in the tall grass. Oh yeah, made by Netflix. Jesus Christ, it was terrible. It, you know what? You, it can either be a course or a or a or a, a really good thing with with Netflix if they take your your product and make it for you. Now I will say they bought three Stephen King. Obviously, made for movies, or made for TV. Well, not even that. They bought three rights to make the movies from him. Right, right. right. Uh, In the Tall Grass, uh, Gerald's Game, and 1922. Right, okay. Um, now I had seen two of the three. I only watched Gerald's Game the other night for the first time, and I remember sitting there after an hour and ten minutes, going, "This is boring." Yeah. All right, it's great. She's fit as fuck and she's just strapped to a bed. But like, it's just conversation between herself and someone else. It's thing. But the twist towards the end of it, I was I just didn't see it coming. Normally, yeah. I can see these things, and obviously, <laughs> you see death coming in, and you're like, "Well, oh, that was good," and then I just didn't see it coming. It's a, yeah. It's, it's, you see, that's it. Like, it's it's a kind of a cool concept for a film, and it is when you think about it. Oh yeah, well it's horror mental. It's stages mm. of horror mental. Yeah, and like we've said it here, we we said it when we done the X show. Uh, obviously, myself, Ted, and Ian. Shout out to Dino who's not here tonight. Um, he's stuck mm-hmm. <laughs> elsewhere. Um, with you know when you see injuries that happen, that can actually happen. Well, obviously anything can actually happen. You can get shot in the face or whatnot. Yeah, but you're not coming back from that really. But where you see someone stand on a nail. Or cut her. Oh, I hate that shit. Right in this one, you see her where in Gerald's game where she cuts her hand to get it out of handcuff, mm. and you see the skin peeling back and the muscles and the tendons. And I was sitting there, going, oh. Like, oh, oh no! And I was like, no, I like I I can deal with gore thing, but when it's that kind of injury that that, yeah, can, happen, that can happen, and I'm like, oh Jesus, no! Um, Do you know something funny enough? We're talking about that kind of realism, okay? Uh, I was watching Rambo last night. Do you remember the newer one that came out? Uh, the last one? Like the one that he, he was, the first one where he came back. Oh, Rambo. Where, <clears throat> Rambo yeah. yeah, and like it's ultra violent and fucking gory and graphic. As fuck, I, I was watching it last night and I'd seen it like twice. Yeah. And it's still like, fuck, I forgot about that bit. Where he gets, yeah. in, the, where he gets in the back of the truck with the, the 50 millimeter and the two boys sitting in the front. There's just yeah. chunks of Flying everywhere. That's it. I was just like, it's like a butcher's fucking back garden or something. Like, was, you know, they took that one to an extreme. That was like, that wasn't Rambo. No, but you know, I know I've, I've gone off subject a little bit, but we're talking. Remember, go off subject. Yeah, us never. <laughs> but when when uh, Rambo looks for the claymore off your man, he goes, "Here, give me that claymore." Yeah, it's like a fucking nuclear bomb when it goes off. No, no, because that's he goes over to the bomb. Huh? Remember, the bomb, remember the bomb is in the cave that didn't explode during World War II? Oh, yeah. That's why that goes like that. Fuck. And I remember watching last night. I was like, it's not a nuclear bomb. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, back on to horror. Sorry. 
Uh, yeah, so like Gerald's game, I found, I thought it was quite boring to a point and then obviously the twists come in and I'm like, yeah, okay, mm. it's good. Uh, in the tall grass was horrendous. But uh, 1922, I watched it when it came out first. That's a, a war film, is it? No, no. Um, so it's about a family that are living in, obviously, in 1922 and uh, they're on a farm and they're broke. And it's like he kills his wife in it. And then it's his descent into madness that he thinks his wife is haunting him and stuff. Is it good? I I quite enjoyed it. Um, like the original teaser trailer that Netflix brought out was in 1922. I killed my wife, and that was it. Oh really? Yeah, that was all they brought out, and then they released the movie a couple of weeks later. Cool. Um, yeah, I think it's Thomas Jane that's in it. Um, let me just confirm that. Um, but yeah, that was I really enjoyed that one out of those three that Netflix made, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's like they didn't do a good job, and as we said, a lot of Stephen King stuff was, yeah, it is Thomas Jane, was brought badly into movies, yeah. Um, now, in fairness, if ever there was, in fairness, if they had made, I know you're gonna bring up Salem's Law, but if they had yeah. brought that and made that as a full. TV or film rather than made for TV, I yeah. think it would have been even now. I know it's got a cult status now. Roll, roll on September. Oh, yeah, the remake, isn't it? Yeah, and it was a big budget remake, apparently. Well, big budget doesn't necess- always necessarily mean good. No, but it, it means we should get some decent looking things. But again, big budget might not always be. Um. The best thing about that original was Court Barlow, just you know, the, the, the vampire, oh, he was phenomenal, terrifying with, looking. And with his two, it's just normal, yeah. just two fucking needles, fucking mad looking. Um, and the, the yellow eyes and all it, just you know, yeah, was, yeah, craziness that one was. Um, like it, it, it that you're right, that gained cult status very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, same as Tinner. Tinner got a cult status. I think a lot of the, the made-for-TV movies mm. got the status. Christine was another one. I love that film. Uh, but it, it, it's good to a point. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's not great. No, I enjoy it, though. Yeah, but then again, I there's certain films I like, and I bring them up all the time in the wrong turns. They're not great. And yeah. I know they're not great. But you enjoy so them, you and that's all that matters. You can't, you can't help but like them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Like the one thing I will say, I, I was never a fan of Christine the movie. Right. Um, like as I said, it's good to a point, but if I was to pick a Stephen King one, I'm not sitting down to watch that. Yeah. That's way down the list, do you know what I mean? Um, the one thing I sent to you was a, a number of months ago, uh, a list of items that Stephen King has linked. That's right. Yeah. Um, different things around. So like all his films or a lot of films are linked. Um, and anybody that's seen, obviously Christine, has seen it, the new one, the remake, the part two when you see Stephen King sitting in the chemist. Yeah. The Christine license plate is sitting over his head. <laughs> that's cool. Um, yeah. And then obviously we'll get on to it later because obviously that ended up being his biggest movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is linked to another one that, this one again could be considered horror or could be considered sci-fi in the Dark Tower. Dark Tower, yeah. Um, they mention it, and there's a picture of him on the wall in it. 
They mentioned it, did he? Yeah, in the book they mention it, and I think in the movie I haven't seen, I haven't rewatched it, but I thought I caught a picture of him on the wall. As in the Tim Curry version, or yeah, yeah. And because Skarsgård had only come out around the same time, but well, I don't know. Like it's in the background, so I'm not sure if it's if it's actually meant to be him or it's just a clown. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's Stephen King, so I'm gonna go one and one there and and hope Mm -hmm. for the best. And um, Idris done a great job in this. Idris uh, Elba, yeah. McConaughey was in it as well. Um, Were they hoping to make a few films? They wanna... Yeah, I think it was going to be a three-parter. I don't know what, what's happened with it. Or Idris Elba just became a massive star, one or the other. Well, yeah, I think that's uh, probably part, part of it, like, you know. Yeah, it doesn't help when you're, when you're trying to do a three-part series and the, the main actor becomes a fucking... Megastar. Yeah. Um. I'm just trying to, we're trying to get through just as much of these as I can, so we're only going into each movie relatively quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dead Zone obviously went on to be a TV movie. This didn't another one, yeah, at all. Um, I always remember, see, all I always remember the Stephen King, the ads for his made for TV things, they were always on Sky One, yeah, and that's the that, that that'll go back again to it. That's the very first place that I've seen. The miniseries that they called it because it yeah. was too long to be uh one movie. One movie, yeah. Um Dead Zone was another one that was just atrociously done. Yeah. Like I'm I know you're not all for remakes, but that that could should deserve a remake. Yeah, no, well, I mean, but you know something, I'll be honest with you, and I've never said it before on the show. A lot but of if it's, good. If if a, if a remake is warranted and it's done well, yeah, I'm all for it. Like, if if it's obvious that it's just done for a fucking cash grab, yeah, then and a lot of them are nowadays. Yeah, oh, 100%. Just, just catching in on an, on a an intellectual project property, you know what I mean? That's yeah. no, I'm not into that. But like that, like you know, you all and what I like about you always remind me that the fly is a remake. Yeah, the fly you know, is probably the fly and the, and the thing are the yeah, two. Yeah, the two best, best remakes. Ever, yeah, absolutely, ever, absolutely. Ever. And, so, and that that counts any movie. Oh yeah, yeah. Now, although I will say there is a Lord of the Rings original movie before the big one, but it's a cartoon, so I'm not going right. to count that in it. I don't think they finished it. Did they? It was it wasn't finished or something? No, it only got the fellowship. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the the fly and the thing are the two best remakes ever made. Yeah, hands down. Um, no matter what movie. Now I will say we'll move on from the dead zone. Yeah. This one, I think this is his only one. That spanned two different movies, and that was Creep Show. Really? Okay. Yeah. Now, did he really all the little stories on that? Yeah. He, he's so him and George A. Romero done the second one. Right. Okay. Cool. Um, imagine being in the room listening to those two talking. Oh wow. Jeez. Yes. It'd, be, it'd love to be a fly in the wall there. Yeah. Jesus. With, with George gone, but um, they're two creepy motherfuckers, really. I oh, um, just some. I said that, the story. That, that there's where you, you'd sit and go, they're two masters of their trade. Yep, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Um, and like so many of creep shows have been emulated on into movies themselves, mm. and a lot of them done badly as well. Like these yeah. are only what's creep show, would you say? There's three stories or two stories in each of them, yeah, that are about 30 to 40 minutes long. Maybe even half an hour and three stories, you know what I mean? And then you're making a an hour and a half movie out of it that's a fucking atrocious. 
what I mean? Um, I really enjoyed it. And I know, I know the Dynamo loves Creepshow. He used to loves love Creepshow, yeah. yeah. Um, What's the Crypt Keeper? He's just the, the fellow who hosted the... the yeah, the TV show, yeah. Huh. Fucking kill. Um, obviously, then we have some more, like, again, that horror, The Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I only, I can't believe, and I love that fucking film, and I only discovered tonight. And I said it to you, I always have my hand up when I don't know shit. I can't believe Stephen King wrote that under his pen name, another name, a pen name, or whatever you yeah. call it. Uh, pseudonym. Yeah, pseudonym, yeah. I, I love that film. It's... Then again, you're saying that about The Running Man, uh, Tombstone Ted didn't realise that Stephen King done 14 away until I told him. Wow, and he loves that film. Yeah. yeah. But he's done that under a pseudonym as so. well. Right, okay. Um, yeah, like obviously we won't get into too much because The Running Man isn't. Um, it's not hard. Sci fi, Another one that this one I really think deserves a, a reboot, and that was Silver Bullet. Yeah, well, you see, yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from. I think I, I, I'd love to see his movies, a lot of the older ones, redone because they deserve mm. it of how well the books are done. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't trust any film studio now with, with werewolves. No, I really don't. They can't. It, it's just too easy to go, yeah, let's just fucking CGI shit in there. Yeah. Why not bring in the likes of, obviously, we've had on the show Nick Benson, mm. uh, an absolute master craftsman, and do it properly. He'd well yeah. be able to do it. That, I, I'm not, I don't think there's anything that that man can't do. Mm. Absolutely. I mean, uh, shout out to Nick, obviously, a friend of the show. Yep. Hopefully get him back on sometime soon. A bit busy <laughs> at the minute though. Um, but you know what I mean? There's guys here that are willing to do it. Instead you go and you hire fucking Joe Soap that works on a computer and makes it look shy. Yeah. You know I mean, these lads are honing their craft for their whole life to do things and you don't want to give them a chance because it might cost you a thousand or two thousand quid more. Like. Mm. But it makes the film better. Like if you have a like we've said it obviously when we've done um American Werewolf and Dog Soldiers. Mm. If you have a bad transformation scene, the movie's fucked. Exactly. Fuck. You've lost. You've, you've lost. You've lost the, the werewolf fans right there. Yeah. 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 And I, I will say, Underworld did did have a good one, so it held them, but it just wasn't. I didn't. I didn't think it was a good movie. Um. Do you know what I mean? Look, theoretically, Benicio del Toro's. Wolfman was a decent transformation. Yeah, I like that. I like, actually like that one as a um, remake. With Hopkins as well. Hopkins was brilliant, didn't he? Mm. Um, well, then again, there's been about 50 remakes of that. Obviously, oh, yeah. Jack, Jack had Wolf, which was the same thing. And, and mm. then obviously the Wolfman itself. And There's so many stories you could do with that. Oh, um, yeah. But when it's wrote down in a book like Stephen King done with Silver Bullet, you're kind of tied into more of what you have to do. Mm. I mean, they have to do certain points of the book um, to an extent. But yeah. Silver Bullet, and I know uh, Dynamo loves Silver Bullet as well, and he'll always put that in there as, as probably one of the top three or four, um, as lo- along with the Howland. And that's probably right. The top four would be, those four would be American Werewolf, um, Dog Soldiers, the Howland. And Silver, and Silver Bullet. Bullet. Yeah, absolutely. You could, you could theoretically put Ginger Snaps in there as well. Yeah, it's a, a bit more fun than it is. Yeah. Um thing. Although I will say I loved um Anna Paquin's transformation in 
trick or treat. Yes. Um, because nobody, I didn't see that coming when I seen that first that they were going to be werewolves. Mm. Yeah. I know it was, but, it was good actually. It was a nice yeah. little what the. <laughs> yeah, it was a little anthology essentially in the one movie without it being yeah. an anthology. But um, like Silver Bullet was was great, and it still it doesn't hold up well. No, but if you're a fan of it, you'll always enjoy. It. Yeah, but like that's like they take me there, um, and we might as well go on to because we mentioned it about four times. Um, it hmm. it was done as a made-for-TV miniseries, and they blew most of their budget on getting Tim Curry in. And well, Tim, yeah, Tim Curry stole the fucking show. As I've I've said it to you many a time in chats, or whatever. I could quite happily just go onto YouTube and watch all of Tim Curry's bits from that film. Yeah. And I've I've done it countless times. It's one of the best character portrayals I've ever seen. It was said anyone. It was so sinister and so nasty. But it was the, done in a friendly way. Yeah, but that's that's the, the kind of off putting part about it. So like, honest, so it did it wasn't scary when he turned into the actual kind of alien thing. You know, spider, yeah, yeah. When he was, when he like, I mean, at the very start, behind the, the you know, the, the sheet. sheet, and the kid is there, like that's fucking, yeah, because that can happen. Yeah, but absolutely. Um, like, for me, I grew up watching this. It used to come on probably once a year in that's on right. Sky One. Yeah, it used to be on a Saturday night, uh, because Sky One played on a Saturday night for some reason, and then the second part would be on a week later. Um, that's correct. Yeah. Because each one was what two hours. Two hours or long, yeah. Um, even like the DVD I have for it, I have to flip it over. <laughs> flip it over. It, 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 when it gets to the end, after they, the kids kill him in the in the yeah. drain, it it tells you the DVD has to be turned over. <laughs> um, Brilliant. Like, it didn't age well, right? And I I still oh. say that the old one is better than the new one. Mm. The acting in the new one is better, right? Yeah. Bar, bar uh, Tim Curry because he triumphs Skarsgård handily. Because well, I mean, it, let's be honest, right? And we, uh, you know, uh, Skarsgård did a fa- I, th- I think Skarsgård did a fantastic job as he, uh, Pennywise. It was, it was to me, it was a poison chalice for him. Yeah. So um, he did the best that he was going to do. Uh, no, he, I, I will say he wasn't bad by I any stretch of the means. Class. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't quite go as far as that because they changed the character too far from the book. From the book. Yeah. Right. So in the book, like I haven't read a whole lot of the Stephen King books. And this one I've read three or four times and it's the biggest one. Mm-hmm. He, Curry played it perfectly. Like, like the book. Yeah, like the book. So in the in the newest ones, the the uh, Andy Masachi ones, mm. they focus too much on him being too violent and too much jump scares in it. Yeah, because playing it the way Curry played it, it wouldn't have played out as well. Right. Because they well, yeah. designed that movie to be uh, a horror movie for the younger generation who won't mm. sit and watch a the, story unfold. Yeah, and that's what Curry done. Curry put the show on. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um. Like even when you when you see him in the library when they're older, and oh, he's like on the thing where he has the blackjack and he's like, "Kiss me, fat boy." Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, have you got Prince Albert in a can? <laughs> like, Curry didn't get any, or Scarlet didn't get any of the jokes. No. 
like the one joke he got was when he was sitting on on the big tall character, whatever the wood chipper guy was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he made a couple of jokes then, but there was nothing done that way. They focused too much on him being the painting uh, in in the temple and mm. the fire that killed Mike's parents. I mean, maybe it was more like a reimagining, a reimagining oh, of Pennywise, you know. A hundred percent was, but I, I see that's where like I went into the first one and I did like the first one. Mm. The second one really let me down. I didn't like McAvoy in there as Bill. Uh, just yeah, I thought he was alright. I thought Jessica Chastain was the pair of a casting, but she was fucking atrocious. Yeah. yeah. No emotion. Um, Bill Hader stole the show in the second one. He's brilliant in that, isn't he? he as Richie, he stole the fucking show. Yeah. Um, but it's but, such a pity if they hadn't, if they had, it's such a pity the way the, the original one was done. Yeah, it was low budget. Yeah. Uh, well, it wasn't, might have even been low budget, but they blew their budget on getting Tim Curry in. I'm still glad they did because oh, we, we'll always have that forever now to look back on. Yeah, and that that to me is his best role. Oh, hands down. Yeah. Now he, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. He was, well, you know, I love uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. I know you don't like it. I don't. Uh, no, but as Frank and Forter, he's fucking brilliant. Yeah. And also as a legend, he's a legend. As legend, you know. Do you ever know this legend looks like a a reborn Jeepers Creepers? Yes. Uh, it looks like they crossed uh, Legend and the Wishmaster and got Jeepers Creepers. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, like it's to me, it it has obviously gone on to be Stephen King's most successful one, with the new one being the highest gross and horror of all time. Mm. Um, now, I don't really think that's fair because it came out in two parts, so it shouldn't be counted together. Are they counted together? Yeah. Yeah, that's how they've made it. The... Well, well, then it won't be it won't be topped unless there's an anthology like that comes out again. Well, no, because it it, like yeah, something will have to come out and beat that. Um, because obviously it went on to to do amazing numbers. Yeah, and uh, thing, but sure. Like I I went in with a bad attitude watching the second one, being like, he he's got to do it this way, and then after the first fifteen minutes. Of the second one when they're adults and they show the the two gay lads getting killed, I was like, yeah. that happened at the start. Mm. That's supposed to be when they're kids, not when they're adults. And then I kind of threw myself out of it. And I was it lost me after 15 minutes. I was sitting uh. there. And it wasn't <laughs> up until Ted Ted convinced me to go and he was like, just go and watch it and don't even think about it. Yeah. And they're not bad movies. Oh, not at all. Yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed both of them. Yeah. You know? But um, we may move on from that one. Yes. Let <laughs> me let me let me throw a couple at you here, and I know that you're going to bring them up anyway. Shall but we? Uh, Carrie, what a film! Brian De Palma done an unbelievable job yeah. with this. That man, I'm going out on a limb here, and I've said it before. That man is the best director to never win an Oscar. Mm. Like looking at it, he done this. He done Mission Impossible. Uh, Scarface Carlito's way That's right yeah Do you know what I mean Like How How did he not win Something You know what I mean Who knows Who knows man But uh, No Carrie was brilliant Such um, a good film And again It's another slow burn In the Palma movie Yeah and But it works he, Yeah Oh yeah But like And then I watched Then you had the Disfortunate pleasure Of watching the remake Never which, watched it 
don't bother. It didn't need it. Now I will say, Chloe Grace Moritz was brilliant in it, but uh, she is brilliant. Yeah, that's that was it. It was it was poor. And then, of course, The Shining. So this here is the strange one, isn't it? Yes. This is the one that Stephen King doesn't like. And I think just before you go on, I think we land on this one as well. Yeah. You know, because like we could go on and now that we're talking about it, we could go on all night about his films, you know. But yeah. I think we'll have a little discussion a about this. Nice little one. Yeah. Uh, what I'll do is I'll pitch you a question and I'll answer my own one as well. Right. Okay. At the end of it, right? But this here is a very strange one. So I've read this book twice, right? And Stephen King doesn't like the Kubrick one. Um, I'm not sure overly why. And there was wasn't another another version of it remade, and he liked there, that one. There is. It's. A, I think it's a night. I think it came out around the same time. Mm. Um, let me just see. Um, I remember hearing that he li- he liked that one. I think he had a bit more hands-on. I don't think Kubrick had let him there. Isn't that crazy? It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, like the other one isn't bad. I've, do you know, again, I haven't seen that one. You haven't seen the other one? No. <laughs> um, who done the second one? Who done the second one? Um, like, it was... I think... They changed Jack's character in this again a bit too much from the book. Right. So you know, obviously they're all happy family going up. Jack in the original one is a cunt, and what is so he's broken Danny's arm by smacking him Jesus. before going up and everything, and he's hit her and he does something. I can't remember if he breaks her shoulder or her jaw or something along them lines. Um, and like it's very tense before they go but in this they're obviously happy family and up mm. they go um, yeah so they go up I'm trying to find this other one uh, sorry the other one but uh, yeah they changed his thing a bit too much for me in to be close but Kubrick's one is, is far better that's not saying the other one isn't bad. No. But uh like the what they done with the twin girls and, and mm. like it, everything was perfect. And then to give you the the trial, do you remember when he's sitting at the bar? That's and brilliant. Man is serving him and he's like, Oh yeah. And he's like, You are the caretaker, Mr. Yeah. Like, oh shit. That was brilliant. That's yeah. uh, that's why I love that film so much. And, and another one, the music. Oh yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Um, like Shelley Duval does my head in in this. She's not a good actress mm. at all. And people might disagree with me, and I couldn't give a fuck. You I wouldn't be. A, I wouldn't be a big fan of her now myself. No. Do you know what I mean, she. I can think of two movies that she done, and she's terrible in both of them. Yeah. And one is this, and one is Popeye. Oh God, Popeye. <laughs> yeah. She was olive oil and Popeye. Oh my God. Um. But like people can tell me I'm wrong, and I'm gonna tell you it's the same thing. Fuck mm. it, she's terrible. Well, um, that's a ter- it was a terrible film as well. Like. Popeye. Yeah. No, but even in this, she's terrible. And I know Kubrick made it hard for, and mm. um, because he wanted her to get into a, a certain mindset. Well, she yeah. got into a certain mindset, all right, but maybe it wasn't it didn't translate well on screen. But look, she, she didn't come back out of it. I know that's the thing. But like, she's part of a 
your part in that is part of a bigger picture, yeah. Picture where you know when I'm looking at that film, I yeah, I know she she's not great in it, no. but she has a pivotal part in it. Yeah, like she's, and, she's not great in it. No, um, but the the juggernaut that's Jack Nicholson covers everybody's asses there. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't matter how bad anyone was. Exactly. Like even even the kid was better than than Shelley Duvall. Mm. Um, but Jack just stole the show. Yeah, like he could have won an Oscar for that. Well, I'm surprised he didn't. I really am. Yeah, uh, that that betrayal was was phenomenal. And I, maybe I'm thinking, did he not win it because Stephen King came out and says that he didn't like it? That could have influenced the. the... Like it's very hard. At that stage, we hadn't seen really many horrors winning Best Actor. No. Had the big one at that stage. Maybe not. I'm not sure. No, maybe not. No, I think was Hopkins not the first for Silence and Lambs? Yeah, I think he was actually. Yeah. Um, like horror had won certain awards, makeup effects, yeah. music, but, whatever. Um, but yeah, no, I don't. I don't know if there had no. I might be wrong with that. But um, The Shining was just immense. Mm. It was Absolutely. an absolute juggernaut, and like as much as he doesn't like it, I really enjoyed it. I love it. Uh, and I prefer the film version to the book, which is wow. Like I've read the book twice. I've seen the film a hundred times. Mm. Uh, I tried to watch it with Zoe there a while back, and she got about an hour in. She can long as left in an hour and a half. <laughs> she was like, nope, not watching it. Was she was bored, like, or she just didn't yeah, like no, it? She was bored, yeah. And I was like, all right, come on, I'm watching. <laughs> go to bed. I'm finishing this. Once I started, I'm I'm in two and a half hours of. Community. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm in. You have to. You yeah. have to. Um, yeah, that's the showing. Yeah, what more can you say? Like, if you exactly. haven't seen them at this stage, do yourself a favor and go and see them. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's the Shining. It. I don't know. The man has a collection. Uh, another another fond one that I have actually just a quick mention was The Mist. Oh yeah, that's yeah. very good. It's not. It's not great. No, it's, it's enjoyable good. though, isn't it? Fire Fire has one of the funniest endings you'll ever see in, your life, <laughs> in any movie. Again, Thomas Jane, um, was it was just perfect. Um, but I think we'll leave it at that for the for the evening. Absolutely. Did you want to ask me a question before we went? Favorite Stephen King adaptation. Okay, then it will uh, probably The Shining. The Shining. Yeah, because to me, it's just. As close to perfect as you can get, you know, in my how, opinion. How close was it? Actually, just one other one before we go on. Uh, I forgot to mention an episode that we done before was Stephen King's Misery. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Kathy Bates and James Caan. Um, that was an amazing film. Jesus, I think, I think the dynamo would have killed us if we forgot about that one. Yeah. Do you know, actually, here's a quick one before we go. A friend of mine who works in film. Uh, he does like graphics de- department and that kind of stuff. Nice. He's working on a film with Maggie Smith and Kathy Bates. She's talented. Uh, yeah, and he he was uh, he used to be a drummer, and the if, if the crew knew this, they needed like a an extra to do a drum part a drummer in 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 a shot with the two of them. Oh, he's in it, is he? Yeah. So he's acting well as a extra. You know what I mean. Yeah. But he's in he's there standing beside Maggie Smith and fucking Kathy Bates and he's like, Oh my god, it's fucking misery and 
and Professor McGonagall. Oh my god! There's two absolute powerhouses. Of yeah, but he, he was he was saying that Kathy Bates, um, when she's like she was staying in character all through the whole thing. So I she was. She does that on every yeah. movie. So she had this crappy Irish accent, like you know what I mean. Yeah. And I was because I was saying to him, oh, Jesus, we, we should have asked her to come on, like to try and get her on the show. Imagine. And I was saying, imagine, yeah, but imagine this Kathy Bates. How are you? How's it going? Like, you know, you're not Kathy Bates. People think we were fucking messing, especially if they were only listening to the show, you know what I mean? Yeah, no. Well, uh, where, where's your Annie Wilkes gone? Yeah. Oh, I'd say she could turn that on just like that. Oh, yeah. Imagine her staying in character in that character, though. No, thanks. No. <laughs> you, got, you got to go wake Kathy up from her, her nighttime sleep. No. No, thanks. <laughs> no, no, the gap here. Good luck. So, what is your favorite one then? Uh, the miniseries of it. Yeah. Uh, like it's not as it says. It's not. It's not his best work. Obviously, mm. but it may be his best work. Um, it's not the best it's film. Not the best adaptation of it. Yeah. Um, but if I was to actually pick one overall, it wasn't horror. It'd be Shawshank. Yeah. 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 Non horror Shawshank horror yeah. showing it, and there yeah. we go for me. It and it for me is only because Tim Curry's performances. And I think it's a lot of nostalgia for me growing up with that. Um, yeah, I can I can understand that absolutely. But I like can still it, I can still remember the you know like the, the summer uh, evenings watching that. Do you know what I mean? Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Um, I think if I was to pick one of the bigger budget ones, it'd be tough. Yeah, I think it'd probably be The Shining if I was going for. Sort of a, a cinema release one. overall, yeah, yeah. yeah. The shot, like the Shining's a better movie. Oh well, that, well that's where that's where I'm going on. Yeah, I mean no you've way. got the, you've got a, you've got a, an, an almost perfect leading man as the character, and then the, as I said, to you, the whole story around it is just amazingly done. Whereas with it, I would have obviously I love clowns. I would have loved to have that as the best film that he's done. But the only good thing about it is Tim Curry, you know what I mean? And so I can't base... It didn't, it didn't age well. No, I can't base a good f- film on just a character, you know? I will go out on a limb, though, and say he is the best clown character in horror. Oh, absolutely. People people will turn around and say Art the Clown from Terrifier, and that's an amazing movie. Um, and, like, Gacy was brilliant, obviously, being the... That's going to be a future episode, is going to be... Clowns, clowns, yes. So let's not divulge too much about clowns to, right now. Maybe, maybe in a couple of weeks down the road. Yeah, I think so. You know. Yeah. Um, I think we'll leave it there then, will we? Absolutely. It's been a, a, again. It's been a joy to to talk horror with you, my friend. And I'm back. Yeah. Oh, look. Go again. Also got some new ink. Oh, show everyone. Yeah. Just, so I've got a yeah for I've people got, that aren't look aren't look, watching this tell I've got a screams machete I have Jason's machete I have uh Halloween Michael Myers uh, kitchen knife kitchen knife I have Pennywise's balloon uh, I don't know how we're gonna see this I have Leatherface's chainsaw and then I have Freddy's glove. And I'm eventually going to work this around into a bracelet of all the best horror characters. Um, weapons, weapons of choice. Now, obviously, the balloon isn't a weapon, but I wanted to put some colour in there. Lovely. Lovely. That's like me on my... The only bit of colour on my ones is, you know, the red bits on Jason's mask. 
Yeah, the arrows. And, yeah, they're the only, that's the only colour on my old tattoos. But, um, yeah, no, I got that done when I was away. It looks great. Yeah, Absolutely. Just filling in. it'll work out nicely now when I have it finished. Um, But, yeah, keeping the, the ink going. Good man. Well, like but, you uh, say, yeah, we'll wrap it up there. Um, I think cheers, we've... we've cheers another... <laughs> Oh, absolutely. But we've, we've some good shows coming up. We're going to get coming on as well. Yeah, and we're going to continue our series of the, the decades. They're going yeah. down a treat. There's a lot of good positivity coming out of them. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's certainly for uh, the younger folks that are watching this uh, that mightn't have seen the movies that have set the trends that have gone after them. It's great to go back and watch. Yeah. Um, obviously, now the 70s is the, is the big one. Mm, I can't um, wait for that one. There's at least, I can name at least 20 that should be in it. And we're going to have mm. to whittle that down. And we all need to be on that show. Even Tombstone has to be on that show. Oh, 100%. But like the, the option is, right, You've got we're going to say the 70s is coming up in a couple of weeks, right? We say 10 spaces and three of them are gone already before we even start. Mm-hmm. Maybe four. So you're talking about having to fit six spaces because four of them are so iconic. Yeah, and you have to put them in. Yeah, they can't. If they're not in it, they're not, that list's not getting made. <laughs> well, let's see if people agree with us when we do it. <laughs> But uh, as usual, Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter, Twitter, uh, Facebook is obviously on the slab. Uh, Instagram is on the slab horror show, and Twitter is the on the slab horror show as well. Lovely. Um, hit us up on there if you want anything done, or if you'd like to come on the show and talk about something, or if you have a horror collection, as you can see behind behind the king there, there's a collection of stuff. Loads uh, of stuff. <laughs> The Dynamo has some and Tombstone has some. Um, I don't. Because... And Greg has a, bl- a, pl- a blank wall. Yeah. No, there's a picture up there. Yeah. Um, well, I didn't want to say anything about that horror show up there. You know what I mean? But... Yeah. <laughs> no, I will not start buying stuff because I'll be broke. You would never stop, I know. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, as usual, like, share, subscribe, uh, and whatnot. And, well... What can we say? But in the words of George A. Romero, stay scared. Absolutely. Good night.